Welcome to Beyond the Circus. This is Dale Hummel, Shh. along with Shh. co-star Ryan Rash. Be quiet. Dale, it is early, and unlike you, I did my patriotic duty last night, and I played the debate drinking game with the rest of America that doesn't have liberal tendencies like you. So therefore, if I was susceptible to hangovers, I would be hungover. So you're going to have to be a little softer with your voice right now because 85% of America was blackout drunk within the first 10 minutes. And I am not allowed to drink, but last night pushed me over the edge. So anybody that's listening to this right now, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you get offended by curse words or the truth, or anything like that, just turn this off right now because this was a fucking shit show. And this is all about the presidential debate. This is Beyond the Circus, and we're going to talk politics today. There were no politics discussed last night, sir. None. There were very little. I think when you reflect back upon this debate, we're going to remember interruptions, heated attacks, and minimal policy debate. The... Meme that I posted on Facebook about Canada believing they live in the apartment above a meth lab has never been more true. Never. Think about what the world is 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 watching this, and 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 last night oh, was a joke. Oh, your brothers in China think they got us in the bag. Putin, Russia, all of them. It's it's embarrassing on every level. We cannot come up with two candidates that can speak with some level of intelligence and professionalism. It's it's unbelievable. I have never been so disgusted, annoyed, and dumbfounded at watching something in my life. And the worst thing about all of this is that will be the only presidential debate there was. That's it. And Biden didn't want to do a debate, much less three. There is no doubt he won the debate. And anybody saying he didn't win is delusional. And not even close to being in reality. And therefore, he will not do another one. And Trump gave him every reason for him to stand up and say why he will not do another one and be correct. And that is the saddest part of it all. It, it is sad. It is sad the standpoint that, in my mind, Biden did not do a great job. But I'm not going to argue with you at all that. If I had to say who came across a little more sincere at times, I probably lean leaned that direction. The sad, sad truth is Trump had the opportunity to crush him, and he absolutely failed on every level. Do not get me wrong. It's, it's more important now that we, we get out the vote and preserve Trump's policies because he did not help himself last night. Losing this election— will be painful for most of the hardworking citizens in America. I cannot emphasize, because of last night, everything we do from now through the election and getting out the vote is that much more important. I did not approve of either candidate last night. I was unimpressed with both of them. Trump did not help himself. But if I stop and think about his policies and block out the crap he says sometimes, there's no choice in who we're going to go out and vote for. I hope it doesn't take the motivation away from many of us that were going out there to, to vote for President Trump because we, we have to now more than ever. Oh, I don't think he lost any of his base. He probably annoyed them and disappointed them like he did me because there's never 
there has not been a more vocal and loyal supporter of Trump since he came down the damn escalator than me. And this was the worst he has ever been, by far. And he showed and gave everyone not just a bullet, but a whole box full of ammunition on why you should not vote for him because everything they say about his temperament, his composure, his ability to not be an act presidential, he magnified that times a thousand last night. He did it. He took his stereotype and put it on steroids. I mean, it was absolutely the greatest fucking travesty I've ever seen in my life. Now, (laughs) before we get into any of the actual things that they said, I do want to bring up one thing, kind sir. Yes, go ahead. I can remember you telling me how fair and impartial Chris Wallace was going to be, and I told you that you were absolutely wrong. And even though I know I'm right, and I know you're going to admit I'm right, I want to bring up one thing. Chris Wallace interrupted Joe Biden 15 times last night during the presidential debate. Do you know how many times he interrupted Trump? I couldn't count. 76. Wow. How's that for fair and impartial? And I'm going to admit it. I was very hopeful that Chris would be impartial, hoping that, that the Trump debate team would not even agree to it if they didn't think that he would be. But you did mention he would not be. And you could not have been more correct because Chris Wallace held the president more accountable. He challenged him. And I heard a comment, and, and I agree with it. Trump was debating two people last night. And, and you're right. I, I was very optimistic. I was hopeful that it would be a fair and balanced debate, and it was not. I'm not trying to make excuses for Trump because he could have handled himself so much better on so many areas. But Chris took him down the wrong path. He challenged him. He interrupted all, all the things that, that you can imagine could go wrong from a moderator happened. And you are correct. Again, Biden won the debate just because he basically did not lose his shit. I mean, he did call the president a clown and tell him to shut up and did several other things, but he did not have a major entire meltdown and he stood there for 90 minutes and he did have a couple of clear and somewhat poignant thoughts about things. So he won. But the biggest loser of this entire debate was Chris Wallace after the American people. They lost the most. Then it was Chris Wallace. Think about what 2021 can look like if, if Biden wins this election because of something like this debate. That, that, is, that is unacceptable. And I, I think Biden was very prepared. I think he had scripted answers. That's all he's answers. done all summer in his basement. Yeah, and he, and he was ready, and, and it was a little struggle at times to get some things out, but not like his gaffes he's had in the past. And, and Trump came out fighting. Two people tonight. It wasn't a fair fight, but he, he did not. He could have handled it so, so much differently. I have hope. Remember the, the 2016 Hillary debate? She was deemed a winner. Trump still pulls it off in the end, got better with more debates. Biden's team came out last night and said he will go through the other debates. The media is setting it up that he doesn't have to. Ryan, you do not think he will. He will not. I did not think he'd show up for this one, and I was wrong again. I've, I've been off on this every time. They may be saying that, and that's fine. I am not sugarcoating this. Trump was awful. Biden was subpar. 
but he definitely came off as the winner. He would be completely dumb to go up there again because the next moderator, whoever it is, I don't even know who it is, they will be biased against Trump, and there's no doubt about that. But the one thing I will say about Trump is I don't think he prepared for this, just like he did not prepare for the one against Hillary at the beginning. And he, if there is another one, I don't think there will be. He will come back a different person and stronger because he will know he has to. Trump is a pressure player. And he will now know more than ever that the pressure is on him. The Biden camp can say that. Joe would be absolutely the stupidest human being in the world to go back up there and do it again. He has the perfect out to say why. All Trump did was yell at him. And not saying that Biden didn't yell back. He did. And Biden fought just as much as Trump did. But Biden has the persona that everyone knows Joe and he's calm and cool-headed. And Trump made him be this aggressive person. And so everything, all the reasons they said Joe doesn't need to go up there and debate him, Trump literally handed it to him on platter. I honestly do not believe there will be another debate. If there is one, it's only because they are so delusional and overconfident after this first one. I think your analyzation is exactly on track, and, and I would avoid it if I'm the Biden camp at all possible, because you're right, Trump's a pe- pressure player. He's going to come back strong. He's going to do things better. Biden, I don't think, can prepare any more than what he, he can't change his game. That, that was as good as he'll be. And that's not very good, where we know Trump can be better. We know that. I've watched Trump in every debate during the Republicans. I watched him in every debate against Hillary. That was literally by far and away the worst he has ever been. He never even got a zinger in on the old man. And so I know he can come back and be 500 times better than that. And I think if the Biden camp is actually being honest with themselves, they know that too. And they know that that was the peak performance that Joe can give. So therefore, they won't. No, if they if they could stop things right now, let's just stop and vote. They're in pretty good shape. Oh yeah, and and they're crazy if they if they don't. There's no way it's going to get get better for them. And there are pundits, and and it, I remember I texted you last night at midnight or so that are coming on and and talking about well, Trump did not lose his base, and he may have offended them just like you said, but he did not lose them, and he, they thought his strategy was to point out the fact that Biden is straying away from the far left. He's not adopting Bernie's policy, AOC's Green Deal, even though his Biden plan is completely formatted over it. He, he denounced both of those. And I don't think, I think my, my worry is it doesn't stop the extreme left from voting for him, for him. It may bring their motivation level down a little bit, but I don't think it goes far enough to stop him from going out and voting. I I honestly don't think either one of them won any new voters. Some of them may have lost some. And what I mean lost some, I don't think they're voting for the other person now. I think the majority of Americans were so disgusted that some of them just may not vote, period. No, I think that's the traction it's going to get. Even some of those that were mildly supporting Trump or mildly supporting Biden and those independents, right now they think it's a cluster. I'm not going to go out and vote for either one of them. 
But if they get mailed the ballot, maybe they'll fill it out. One thing that Trump has going for him is he is having these rallies, and he is very good at those. They are getting huge crowds. He needs to continue those, and he needs to pray that Joe will have another debate. But here is the catch-22. If there is another debate and Trump acts like he did last night, this election is over. Here's the deal. Both parties. You, no, 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 sir. Admit what I am saying is right. <laughs> you cannot honestly believe that if there is another one and he acts like a fool like he did last night, he will win this election. He can't. I, I am so deeply concerned that he can't win the election right now. You're right. I don't, I don't think no, he can. That, I, be, I, I thought if he came out with a strong debate, we didn't get too many ballots corrupted and thrown away. Maybe. Right now, I'm, I'm losing hope. And that's why we got to get out and push harder. Because I, I did not enjoy listening to either one of them. But I can assure you, I would sit through 100 more of those debates than deal with the policies that are coming. Toss out the interruptions. Toss out their personalities. Biden is going to raise taxes and has the, the authority to shut down the economy. Even if he doesn't shut it down for COVID, his economic policies are going to shut it down. And this is a real, real big problem. So we, we, we have no choice. We need to, to stay optimistic. We need to be motivated. We need to vote. It is what it is. Well, in the very few fleeting moments in this absolute dumpster fire of what was supposed to be a presidential debate, of course, Chris Wallace never pressed Joe Biden on anything, but Trump did press him on some things. A couple of things that I do think worked well for him, and I do mean there was only a few fleeting moments, when Trump raised the question about whether he would get rid of the filibuster and pack the court. Joe, again, did not answer. Now, did, did Trump bring it up, or is that, did Chris actually address that question or ask that question? Chris Wallace did not ask it directly and did not ask that, that question, and then Trump, like, pressed him on it. it. The issue was about Supreme Court, but Chris did not directly ask whether he would pack the court, and Trump took it. That, to that deal. And Biden again said, which he has been saying for a week, that he was not going to answer that question because that will only give Trump an ability to change the narrative. So therefore, when you don't answer something, you know that your answer is going to hurt you either way. So he's not, if he doesn't pack the court, the lefts and AOC and her tribe of monkeys are going to be furious with him. And if he does pack the court, even the moderate Democrats are not for that. So again, when he's pressed to answer something of substance and that matters, he pleads the fifth. Exactly. And, and he did not collapse on stage. That makes it a win. When he doesn't answer those questions, it hurts him, but it didn't, it didn't destroy him. And, and I wish it would have, if Trump would have controlled himself in any manner whatsoever, and Biden doesn't answer those questions. And how is it possible that Biden can come up there and talk about, when asked by Trump about Hunter receiving payments from Moscow and, and some of the other 
salaries he's put on for for consulting for his energy boards overseas, how can he say he did not this did not happen if the records are right there that these payments wire payments were made? He stated it six times it wasn't true. I, I, I have not seen the, the wires personally, but I'm I'm pretty confident they exist, do they not? I do not think that the Senate Intel Committee would have put that out if they didn't have substantive evidence to prove that. And it should be pretty clear, pretty black and white. Here's a wire transfer from one bank to another. Real simple. Not like a, not like a plane load of cash that Biden and Obama sent to no, they, Iran. It clearly states that he got like $3.5 million from the yeah, this has a record. mayor of Moscow's ex-wife while she was still married to him. So, I mean, they know that. They've seen evidence that it came from point A and went to point B. You just don't put that out there without some kind of... And I don't think we need to drag family into this, but when family is out there doing things such as that because they Hunter's father on, is the vice president... Trump's family through everything. Oh, I know. So why are they not fair game? No, that's bullshit. No, I, I think it's fair game when family behaves like that. If the family is not doing anything illegal and not doing anything that's going to blemish that record from a, or taking advantage of that political position, leave them alone. But when they do anything like that, I'm all in. You stepped in to run for president of the United States. Therefore, you know that you and your entire family is going to be scrutinized and drugged through the mud. The only person in the Biden family or the Trump family that does not belong in any of this is Barron Trump, and he is a minor. And that's it. Everybody else, Brian, freaking. Brian, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to help you out here when you run for mayor of Crockett. I'm trying uh-huh. to keep your mother out of this. Well, guess what? You're going to make her campaign manager. No, she's not going to be my <laughs> campaign manager. No. She no. needs to be. I personally think that like everybody on social media needs to like go out there and let me be the second debate moderator, like that meme that was created last night, I will put them bitches in check. <laughs> Would you be fair and balanced? Absolutely. No, I, I, I don't think it'd be hard to do. Uh, no. All you have to do as a moderator is ask the questions. That's all you're supposed to do. <laughs> Not yeah. lead them. What no. about a leading? Did you hear any leading questions from Chris last night? Oh, yeah, to Joe. Oh, yeah. I, I heard him. Something about climate change and wildfires in California. Basically just stating it as a fact and letting Joe confirm it. As a moderator, what you're supposed to do is ask the questions, and if one of the buffoons gets out of line, you put them in check. Clearly, Chris Wallace was not able to do that, even though he interrupted both of them over 100 times. It did nothing. Let me tell you something. I'm over there. I get up in their face and be like, sir. You had two minutes, now it is his time. Do you want me to cut your fucking mic off? Because I can. I, I wondered if he, he surely had the, the ability to cut the mic. Well, he? if he didn't, then he, they need it. I, I thought he was going to, and I, I would have to say maybe it was even appropriate at times. After this disaster last night at the next debate, if there is one, which again, I am saying for the record, I do not believe that. I believe there will be a vice presidential debate, and I hope those two people actually go up there and act like civilized human beings and talk about policy, which I know Mike Pence will, and I am not a big Mike Pence fan. I mean, I'm not. He has been loyal to Trump. I'm good there. He is loyal to Trump, and that's about all the good that I can say about Mike Pence. And I am someone who respects loyalty more than anything, but that man will go up there. He will be dignified and respectful. Now, Camel Toe, 
I don't know about her. Let's hope let's hope she goes off like these two buffoons did last night and, and Pence comes across very presidential. If there is a second debate, the moderator needs to have the ability to cut the microphone from the other candidate. And do it in a fair manner on both sides. Well, like if they're if, if it's last night, if they have two minutes, it should just be Boom. done during yep. that person's two minutes, that other person's microphone is cut. Real Period. simple. I, to me, that is that is easy. It needs to be. Because obviously, these two idiots cannot control themselves. And that goes for both sides. They cannot. Here's the deal. How many times was that said last night? Lee's didn't say, come on, man. Shut up, man. No, he did You did hear that, that one. Racist, clown, clown. Racist, yes, all that. The deal is, what about I am the Democratic Party right now? Oh, and was that, that, I, I. The fact checkers I am the probably, Democratic Party right now. The fact checkers probably had a heart attack and died. That's why there was no fact checking when he said that. Because we all know that is the biggest lie of them all. I it is, it is bad. Party. And he, he was obviously geared to go that direction with it because he knew Trump was going to talk about AOC and, and Bernie taking over things. So he was, he was ready for that. That, that, that quote was, was going to come out at some point. I am the Democratic Party. I am also fucking Darth Vader. That's about the same. Okay. <laughs> and here's the deal would come out. It, it was almost a, a you, you knew something. Joe would struggle just a little bit and he'd buy some time saying, here's the deal. And I don't know how many times he said it, but it, it, it was bad. What about, uh, did you, did you appreciate the, the non-presidential quote from Trump? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. Is that one acceptable? And he said that, but see, that didn't offend me because he said it like, a hundred million times already. That was nothing true. New. True. I mean, he says it in every campaign speech. And do I think he should probably say that? Probably not. But since he said it at least a hundred times that I've heard, yeah. And what about the Delaware State College? He brought it up, but he didn't really give Joe a chance to to hang himself Th- on that it. That he didn't the go worst to school there. Part. Yeah. Trump would bring up these things that are valid and need to be addressed. And he got so wrapped up in it that he never let Joe say anything to where he could like actually hang himself on it. Because he just kept hammering it home. Like, you have to let the person answer when you bring up something that he lied about. You have to let him have a response. Nope, not Trump. Mm-mm, no, nope, not that is it. That is exactly right. And if he would allow Joe to go on, I think we'd have heard some gaffes. I think we'd have heard some stumbles. I think Joe would have hung himself, but Trump didn't even let him hang himself. It would but have there been were so several easy. several times that he saved him. Yeah. Because you no. could see he was about to mumble, bumble, and fumble, and Trump just, Gah! like a dog oh, exactly. with a bone on something else. I was like, give, just... give him time to gaff up. Give him exactly. that time. Exactly. Oh, it just, and you knew. You knew he was gonna, but Trump would come and interrupt, so so Biden could just shut point, up. Point point in done. case when they were talking about law and order, Trump was talking about how every law and order, all of them have endorsed him, and he asked for Joe to name one single law and order group or faction that has endorsed him, and Trump said, "We have time," and then as soon as he said, "We have time." Joe was about to say, and then he went after him on something else and did not let him stumble and fumble and say, okay, I can't come up with one. I was like, just take 10 seconds and breathe, man. Dear God. 
it, it, it would have been easy, I think. I, I believe, and we're we're really hammering on Trump that he did not perform like we wanted him to, and and he did not. He didn't perform like he wanted to, and you want to know how I know why? Melania. When Melania came up onto the podium, you could see it all over her face and all over his face, and all he did was like rub her arm, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, that was it. Uh, it was completely clear that he knew he had really screwed the pooch. It, you're, there's, there's no question. And, and the sad thing, and we keep talking about sad things, and there were a lot of them, but it was, I don't think Biden did that great of a job just relative to Trump. But if Trump could have been spot on and allowed Biden to, to hang himself a little bit, he would have last night. He wasn't, he wasn't invincible by any means. Trump was just that far off that he couldn't get it done. And the one thing that I'm going to say for Biden and his handlers, they did have him the most prepared to not lose his cool. Because there there were way more instances when Joe was out on the campaign trail when he was running for the Democratic nomination where he would get in fights and get in people's faces with voters and stuff like that, when they would pressure him. I mean, he just did it to a reporter a couple of weeks ago asking him about, had he been d- drug tested for crack, etc. And so they literally must have got the sedation level just right to where he would not lose his shit because he didn't. I mean, and brought, I mean, Trump brought up Hunter and all this other stuff, and yet he's, I mean, all Joe said was none of it's true, none of it's true, none of it's true. That's normally his trigger button. And I, and I thought it would, I thought it would launch him, but he was what, he was ready for it. Whether it's medicated, psychological, I don't know, all of the above probably, but he was ready. And then one thing that I thought was really odd, and again, super, super dumb on Trump's part, was Joe brought up that his other son that died of cancer served in the military and went on with this fake news story about how Trump called them all, all this whatever bullshit somewhere in France. I don't even remember the story now. It was three weeks ago. And so Trump hit back with the fact that Biden called the military when he was addressing the military stupid bastards. And again, he didn't let Biden finish, like say anything. Trump said that he didn't say anything that it was all fake news story. But he hits back with the fact there is a tape that shows Biden addressing the military. And he says, clap for that, you stupid bastards. And again, Trump didn't let him answer. So it completely, I mean, I doubt many people even heard it. No, I, I would agree. And that tape exists. They ran it later last night. He could have, it could have allowed him to hang himself on it. And again, because he would not let the man answer, and he just kept, like, going after him. Again, I, I don't know, and that was late in the debate. I firmly believe that at least almost half the audience had turned it off by that point. The few people that I've talked to this morning that are very strong conservatives and wanted to listen to that debate and hear Trump get through things, most of them didn't. They just they just ignored it. My wife intentionally avoided watching that debate. 
And I told you how dumb and eight unpatriotic Holly was, and she was the smartest woman in America. <laughs> so way to go, Holly Hummel. Oh, just just painful. Absolutely painful, everything about it. Let's talk about some of the topics briefly and and see if there's anything we can salvage there. The candidates' records, that won't take long to talk about because there wasn't a whole lot of it. Uh, the best line that Trump had in the whole debate is, I've done more than 47 months than you have in 47 years. Now, he said that, and that is correct, but then he did not elaborate on it. No, and he could have let it sink. He could have presented it a touch better. It was good. I assume that was one thing he, the one thing he had ready to say. That, and he was going to attack Hunter, hoping for a Joe blowup. And that, that was the best line of the night yep. for Trump. Probably the best line of the whole thing. The one time he actually kind of got a zinger in. But then he says that, and that is correct. And if you follow it like we do, you understand that. The vast majority of Americans don't. So when you say that, you have to back it up and say, I did this, this. like." And Trump loves to brag on himself. Loves to. And then he didn't. And then he did it. I was like, <laughs> yep. of all the times to be humble, this is not the time, sir. This is not it. This is, this is your moment. And why, why didn't he bring up that? What was the comment that Biden made a while back about when the, we were trying to integrate the schools? He didn't want them to turn into jungles or I, I don't even he remember for, the quote. He, they were integrating schools. Biden said that he didn't, was against integration because he was afraid that his kids would be in a, going to a school that it was a racial jungle. When they brought up race riots and all that other stuff, he pointed out some things, and I just, I think he literally just forgot that quote. He said, he pointed out several other things. So you that think Biden he, was, did. he was wanting to bring it up and just, just didn't get, I mean, it was perfect. Yeah, it just didn't been get there. Just but perfect. That would have been strong, really strong. On going back to the record point, Biden had nothing to prove because no. he has no record. So no, and and we're talking forty seven plus years, and he really had nothing. He come out and say, think about it this way. Remember back in the primary, Obama wouldn't. He pretty much ignored Joe. Wouldn't endorse him until after he was the nominee. He wouldn't support him in any manner. And this was his vice president. How much you think? Obama gave Biden in terms of responsibilities during his presidency. Oh, zero. He knows he's an idiot. Evidently, the power to deal with Ukraine, where Hunter made a lot of money. That that was his responsibility. And I, I remember Biden talking about how he brought the it was his job to bring the economy back after the Bush administration. He said that he three did times he did last that. night, and I do not. How I mean, did he, he do said that? that he said it was his job to bring the economy back. It was like. Who, where did this come from, sir? And how did he do? I, I'm, I'm totally lost there. Oh, well, they've been saying since Trump took office when he started creating jobs that this was just, you know, the, the Obama administration gave that to him, which is complete bullshit. But like they've said that for four years now. But I had never heard until last night that that was sleepy, creepy Beijing Joe's job when he was vice president, to bring the economy back. But again, when he said that, Trump never asked him, well, what did you do? And Trump did not hit because Biden said Trump will be the first president to leave office with less jobs than when he went in. That If he does not get reelected, that is probably going to happen. He also 
But Trump did not say before Miss Rona hit the number of jobs he had created. He created three-fourths the number of jobs in three years that the Biden-Obama administration did in eight. And Trump didn't even bring that up. No, and these are facts. These are out there, but it seems like they're they're you're you're hearing from the Biden camp that this didn't happen. They had more jobs. It's it's a mess. If you don't follow this closely, how would you know what to believe? I can't remember the exact numbers. I looked it up and it was either in one of my social media posts or was brought here. And I think the numbers and again, this is not exact and I may be a little bit off, but if I remember correctly. In the eight years of Barack and Sleepy Creepy Joe, they created like 11 million jobs. And before the pandemic, Trump was over 8 million. So I I know it was, he had already created three-fourths of the jobs they did in eight years, in three years. Why the hell didn't Trump brag on himself and bring that up? Why didn't he talk about before the pandemic that African-American, Latino, women unemployment at an all-time low, all these other things that he has done to his credit. We didn't bring any of that shit up. No, we did, We got none of that. And the, what did get brought in is they're pushing for these tax records that Trump only paid $750. Trump claims he's paid millions. I don't doubt he's paid millions on certain years. At least he answered the question. He did. And I, and I, I don't know if it's completely accurate or not. At times, I'm sure he's paid a lot. But I, I can assure you, I will defend Trump here. I do not believe that he would flat out lie about something like that when he was poised the question in 2016 and 2017, how much did you pay in taxes? And he said millions of dollars. If he actually lied about that, then, oh, we're in trouble. I'm a little worried about it because I thought he was hesitant. I thought he's maybe trying to twist that a little bit that he's paid the property, just taxes in general rather than income tax. But to his defense, if his accountants were able to depreciate whatever they did and, and all of those factors that come into play because of certain loopholes that were there from the Biden Obama administration, so be it. As long as he didn't do anything illegal, I'm I'm all about let's save money on taxes. We are the most overtaxed. I, I don't even want to get on that rant. But it's going to get a whole lot worse if we don't keep Trump in office. I can promise you that. One of probably the most effective Trump ads is Biden stating, if you elect me, you're going to get more taxes, not fewer. Yeah. That was Biden saying that at one of his events. Supreme Court. Again, my biggest fear, I, other than that this may really... Doom Trump for the election, and I, I, uh, but after, <laughs> just, breathe, just breathe. After that, my fear is now, after this pitiful, pathetic debate showing, that some of those senators will get cold feet and will not go through with the Senate vote to confirm. Confirmation will not take place before the election. My fear is also with you, but if they stop and think about the impact this could have because of the mail-in ballots, because of everything, it totally shifts the court the other direction. They have no choice. I don't care if they thought debate was bad. I don't care about anything. 
They have to oh, get no, this they done. Have a choice. They ab- it's more critical now than it ever has been. They cannot get cold feet on this. I'm worried. I share your worries, but it cannot happen. I think she will get confirmed, but now I believe it will be after the election. And if it is after the election, I don't think she gets to weigh in if there are any Supreme Court battles over the election. Oh, I think it'll take it a while to get to the Supreme Court. I think all she has to be is seated before it gets there. Maybe, but I honestly, that was my biggest thought during all this is that some of those senators that will squirm and because they're going to confirm her because if Trump loses, they have no choice. They have to. But I do think they've been saying by the end of the October, by the end, I mean, their plan is for the up and down vote to be October 29th. Uh, I I think this put this in jeopardy. I'm not going But to I, I believe, think about the, the attorneys that are involved, how they could stall things and not get to the Supreme Court until she's seated. That'll be the next battle if that's the case. And they, they can stall it. They can they can get her seated unless there's something that I'm absolutely missing. You know what? On this political side, I've been wrong on the debate happening. I've been wrong on everything. So let's assume that maybe maybe I'm incorrect again. I did appreciate we won the election and the election has consequences. No, that was, I mean, that was at the beginning, and I thought Trump wasn't derailed until, I don't even know what triggered him. It was him. shortly after there, that. There at the beginning, it was shortly after that, he was very good. Biden came back and didn't have much to say about it. He, you know, he didn't bash ACB. He'd said that we are already voting in an election, therefore... You know, the voters should be heard and yada, 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 and all that other stuff. But, I mean, nothing substantive. And I guess Trump did say, and this is right, if the situations were reversed, the Democrats would do the same thing. And I think everybody in America, when you get to their core, whether you are a bleeding heart liberal Democrat or, you know, diehard Republican, you know that if the Democrats were if in this situation and they had a president and a Senate opening and they controlled the Senate, they would do the same thing. That's just common sense. I mean, again, look at all the times before. 29 times this has happened in an election year. Uh, every time the president nominated someone, regardless, 27 of them had hearings. 19 of them, 17 were confirmed. No, it's it's easy, and, and you're exactly right. When it impacts your core beliefs to this level, anybody in America is going to do exactly what, what President Trump and the Senate hopefully are going to do here in the next month. No question. I appreciate that Trump came back when he was still composed. Justice Ginsburg stated that presidents are elected for four yep. years, not three years. The Constitution is clear. The president nominates, the Senate advises. It's easy. No, no. I don't understand where this even comes. I don't even know. I understand it's the election and we want people to speak, but guess what? People spoke already. 2016, that happened. That's why we're in the situation we are now. I, I'm throwing this whole, let's hold off until the election crap out, unless it benefits my party. <laughs> How's that for honesty? Again, it's, it's your world, Dale. <laughs> that's that's what every, everybody's going to do. It's just, it is what it is. The Democrats do the same thing. I thought it was great when they blocked Obama's nomination. Great. They Republicans controlled the Senate. They can do it. They did it. 
It just is what it is. When you control the presidency, you control the Senate, you get to do what you want on the Supreme Court. Well, the one thing about this whole Supreme Court issue that is the most dumbfounding to me, never in the history has a president not nominated somebody. Now, there have been times where, a couple of times where that nomination didn't get, the Senate didn't hold hearings on it, you know, et cetera, but never has a president not nominated, nominated somebody when a vacancy came up. And literally, those idiotic liberals said Trump should not even nominate someone. I was like, that's his constitutional duty. Uh, okay. But that's your people, Dale. That is, I, I, I think that's, that's a topic we don't even talk about. Why do you think, and, and I'm, I'm very concerned about this, the reason that Biden will not provide a Supreme Court nomination list is I think he's going to go so far left that it's going to be just unbelievable. It's the same thing why he won't answer, whenever he won't answer a question. And I, only he and his handlers know, but there is only two sides to every coin. And when he will not answer a question, it is either he is going to go so far left with his pick to appease AOC and her bunch of Rastafarians, or he is going to go too moderate and lose the left. Yeah, he he can't. So he therefore, can't split if, the two. he can't find the middle road, it, it doesn't so therefore, exist. There is no no. There is no. Th- that is the one thing about the Democratic Party where the Republicans have an advantage. The Republicans are unified. The Democrats are literally split almost down the middle. And there is no common ground between those. The only thing that is unifying the Democrats right now is they hate Trump. So Biden can't answer those questions because one way, either way, he's going to alienate almost half of his party because he is the Democratic Party. He is the Democratic Party. And that hatred from the Democratic side actually keeps them together, and he doesn't— That's the only thing that's keeping them together. No, because he, he can't appease both both fractions of that, that party. He can't, but because they hate Trump so bad, he doesn't even have to. Right. As long as he just keeps his mouth shut. Coronavirus. Corona, corona, COVID, corona. I just had uh, some bad news come in. One of our employees' kids was exposed via a pumpkin patch on another mother, and, and it just continues to pop up here and there, but— Wow, I'm I'm more convinced now than ever that after the election, it is going. I'm not saying it's going to disappear, but it's going to be talked about a whole lot less. I hadn't heard anything about Corona in the news till yesterday before the debate, and then yesterday morning, that's all they talked. <laughs> they about. did. They like, were they were how on the it. Hell? How the hell does this come out of nowhere today? There's a few. Sections of New York City that are that are bouncing back with record. I heard all about it. Joe could not state how he'd handle it different. He talks about, oh, I would shut the country down. Is what he's telling us a while back. Now he wouldn't shut the country down. Masks will save everyone. That's that's his solution. Masks will save everyone. I've thought long and hard about it, and I've been on both sides of the issue. If we need to wear a mask, if it saved lives, I'm on it. If we need to wear a mask to go to a public event, I'm okay with it. But the masks that we're wearing are doing very little. They're, they're stopping those large droplets from spreading if we're contagious and sneezing and coughing. But the fact that we're taking our hands to that mask even more often, 
and we're placing those hands on grocery carts, on everything that we go around, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I promise you masks will not solve everything. And that's all that I can come up with that Joe is is hanging his hat on. That 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 is his coronavirus plan. He has no plan. No. And what one thing that, you know, again, Trump didn't have many shining moments. At least he admitted last night the reason he shut the country down is because nobody had any clue about this Chinese virus, which no one could have because it had never been out before. And that's why he shut down the country. At least he admitted I, that. I thought that was one of his strongest moments. And that's the, the truth. I feel that way. The fact that I went from real extreme in the beginning because there was no, you, you knew nothing. No, you extreme? extreme. I am admitting no. I went way extreme to now I'm oh. probably as extreme the other direction. And it's all about, I don't know. And the bad thing is, Every time I dig into it and find a new research uh, report that that or that verifies one thing or another, it still scares me because I still don't know enough about it. I do not know many people that I can say that I know personally that have been infected with coronavirus. I will say that I do have a friend that both of their parents caught it within the last couple month. They both were hospitalized. Neither one were on a... And I don't know their age, but uh, this person is a grown adult with children. And so their parents, so they were both hospitalized. Neither one of them were put on ventilators. They both had some health issues other than coronavirus. They're both back home. Yeah. No, and I I think that's the experience. There's people that, that I know that have had it. Some asymptomatic that tested positive. The college kids are almost all asymptomatic and almost all positive. Um, my my daughter's roommate. I mean, it, it's it's running rampant through the colleges, but it's really not affecting them in any manner. It's because it's spring break, twenty twenty. They're enjoying they don't have to go to life class all year long. <laughs> I would be the worst college student right now. I just want y'all to know, like I would have been terrible. I would have found that one nerd oh. who loved and paid that sucker so much money to do, to do all my... I would literally be drunk in a bar the whole semester. I'm just saying. <laughs> if the bars were open. Oh, I would have, like, created one at my house. God. I would have had a speakeasy going. I mean... And I wanted to charge people. I was like, come hang out. Let's go. <laughs> and I, I don't doubt that that's probably happening. And guess what? If they can all get it now, get over it before they come back for Thanksgiving or Christmas, that, that's, in, in my opinion, that herd immunity at the college level is an absolute must. There is no other option, period. Yeah, they have no other option. <laughs> now, I appreciate that, that Trump brought out that Joe tried to talk about how the numbers we're such a percentage. We we had so many percent of the the COVID cases versus the population in the world, and Trump came right back, and it was good that he has no idea what the how many people have died in China or what the true numbers in India are. They they don't know, so we we can't we can't wait on those. And I thought Trump defended that pretty well. Oh, I think so. And I, what Trump said was very accurate. China, Russia, all those countries have not released no any numbers of their number of deaths whatsoever at all. They've released very few numbers on the number of cases that they have, and they did it more at the start than now. But here is the kicker that I don't understand why nobody gets it. Those countries do not 
test like we have. That is a proven fact. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't even think if they did test, I don't think the infrastructure is there to, it's just impossible. I don't think they could get the numbers if they chose to. And I don't think they're, they're choosing to. And so therefore, yes, we're going to have more cases and all this. And plus, United States is the only country that has been transparent about it. And I think a lot of that is to Trump's credit, to be honest. I mean, I think he's been very transparent about it. But they don't test one-fourth of what we have. So, of course, they're not. But he was very good on the fact that he said China, Russia, named off several countries that they have not been forthcoming with that, that information. And I think he even said that they probably were fibbing a little bit on the information that they had. I wish Trump would have went back and, and brought up the projections early on that, that a death loss of 200,000 if handled really well and 2 million if not. Well, guess what? We're, we're right at 200,000. And just as President Trump mentioned, one's too many if, if we can prevent it. They didn't talk about our illustrious governor of New York sending those, those patients COVID positive back to the nursing home, taking numbers through the roof in New York. Just a lot of, a lot of issues and it, it disturbs me. I was also disappointed that, that the discussion over when the vaccines were going to be available, and I believe Chris Wallace led this down that, that path as well, that it wouldn't be until summer Trump fought back but probably didn't do it well. I just don't think that anyone on the Democratic side is going to do anything to help this matter. They're all saying that it's not going to be a correct it's not going to no, be if, if Trump's hands are in it, it can't be good. Well, his hands are not in it, right? Yeah, and so, and so again, like that just is what it is. When the vaccine comes out, if you want to take it, take it. If you don't, don't. And it's just like the flu shot, people. You want to take one, take one. If you don't, don't. I it is get what it. it is. You have choices. If you want to, you want to wear a mask. You want to wash your hands. You want to distance yourself. That's you don't right. want to go to public events. Don't go. It's it's pretty damn simple. But I do think it is. I do think it is wrong that the Democrats are trying to poison people against a vaccine before they've even before it no, even they, gets they've here. already done it. It's done. They can't reverse that. And they haven't even let those companies present their research on the trials or any of this stuff because the vaccine's not here yet. But they've already poisoned people against it. I think that's wrong. <laughs> they have. I have a quote to start our, our next topic. China ate your lunch. I like that one. Oh, you do love the China. I like that. I love that one. And I, why didn't Trump bring out more China-type information that he's, he's been tougher on them than any president? And it had to happen because they were about to eat our lunch. They have for several decades until Trump stepped up. Why didn't he bring that out better? I don't know, but I'm just telling you right now, right now if she and all those other people in the Chinese Communist Party watched last night. They are setting a big old buffet table oh, right now. It is, it is a, it is, it is celebration time in Russia, China. Popping yeah. champagne bottles and all kinds. They've, of shit. they've accomplished, and, and I, oh. I don't know that Russia really wants one candidate or another. They want division, and man, I'm not saying they're responsible for it, but whatever they've done, they're, they're probably taking some credit for it, and they're feeling really good about themselves. Uh, you're right on that. I guess the last topic that we need to bring up about all this is and like i'm lumping this together because it kind of all ran together it was law and order and the rioting and the racial division in america 
because literally that just all bled over one another, and it was bloody. Yeah, we we bounced around, and it, and it was it was hard for me to follow. One thing Biden would never could not come up with anybody that endorsed him in terms of law and order. He never could say the words law and order, you know. But that has been what it has been. I think Trump did do a decent job of showing that he is the law and order candidate versus Biden. He he asked Biden what he would have done when this, this, and this happened. Of course, he didn't let Biden answer. And again, this was your buddy Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace poised the question to him, would he denounce white supremacists and all this other stuff? And Trump asked him, what do you, how do you want me to word it? What do you want me to say? And I'll do it. Of course I will. But then he said, stand back and or something, boys. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. No, and I think what he's trying to get, Chris was trying to get him to do, just like the 17-year-old in Wisconsin that, that is being charged with murder. Stand down and stand back, yep. boys. That's what he said. They're, they're wanting, to, said. wanting to call out him as a white supremacist and some of these others that I don't believe are. And I think that was a caution that Trump was having. I don't think he has any problem denouncing the extreme white. He has before. He did during the last campaign. Yes. But I don't think he wants to label some of these people that they're trying to label white supremacists. I think that was the hesitation. Maybe I'm just being biased. I, I don't know. The fact that Joe would not state one law enforcement agency, I wish Trump would have gave him more time to just sit there and not be able to come up with one. That that could have really settled in and, and done a lot of a damage if, if I think he would have just posed that to him and, and he couldn't come up with something. He didn't, but you could have gave more time to struggle. And I, I don't think, again, Trump got some points in on this. I don't think Biden got anything in on this whatsoever at all. He just sat there and didn't say much. And again, that was kind of a win for him because at this point in the debate, oh, it's it was just about over. Bloody. I, I think the, just the hypocrisy that, that Biden's Democrat convention did not mention any of the violence or the riots. And now in the debate last night, he did come out and say he stands against violence. Um, I don't know how he defines violence, but it, it that concerned me. I, I, it upset me that he's just, it's bad. Talking about how Trump is, is the cause of the riots, he's stoking the fire. Trump comes back, obviously, the fact that his Democrat-run governors and cities um, will not stop the lawlessness, will not allow him to come in and help out. It's it's a mess. What about Biden not recognizing Antifa? I don't know technically if they're an organization or oh not. Oh, my God. He said Antifa wasn't an organization. That was his worst moment. That was literally <laughs> his biggest fuck-up yeah. of the entire thing. And at least he had one. He said they weren't an organization. Define like- organization however you want, but it is it is an organized event, period. I want. This is when Trump needed to say, "Come on, man!" He should have and like throw that back up in his face. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Oh, I am with you. I I could not believe that old man said that. Like literally, could not. But it was believe so far it. in. I don't know if this is damaging. Oh, I, I. It was such a mess going into it. I I just don't know how impactful any of those things were because of of the mess. Oh, I agree. I mean, you had to be paying oh. attention and. Listen, and it was so hard at that point to do that, but that that was by far Biden's biggest WTF moment. Like it was. I'm sure, and again, if that would have started, if that would have been at the beginning, 
I think people would I think it could have been a completely different debate because he said that at the beginning when Trump was still Coherent. somewhat calm and collected yes. instead of just the rabid attack dog that he became, then I think could have changed things differently. He still said it and they're gonna rerun it. Oh I, yeah. I mean, not I but I don't I don't know that the independents are gonna hear it. Oh, Fox is gonna run yeah. that. Over and oh, Hannity ran it. I think five times last <laughs> night. Um, election integrity. I I didn't get much out of it. Trump's gonna gonna talk about the mail, and I I think it's a total train wreck, and I think it's a, a recipe for corruption. Nothing. But they accomplished nothing on it last night. Nothing whatsoever. Biden said vote. Trump said vote. Okay. Neither one of them. Uh, of course, Chris Wallace did not ask Joe if he would except the results of the election if he lost. He did ask Trump, and Trump has said what he has always said. Hey, he said this in 2016. We'll wait and see. Again, I don't think that's a good answer, but it's been the same answer since last time, and he's consistent on it. So it's not like he flip-flopped, but And I think Trump did clearly paint the picture again of solicited versus absentee ballots versus non-solicited. Oh, and Trump gave several correct and accurate and recent examples of voter fraud. But I, again, we're so far into it, I just don't know if anybody's even listening. I, I don't know, and I don't blame them. I, I, was, I, I brought this up earlier, but I was, I was really taken back when Chris leads in with climate control as a cause for the California fires on a question to, to Joe, and he pretty much was presenting that this was why the fires were justified, Joe. I, I, I couldn't believe and it. And climate control was not in this. No, at all. it was not a topic. That was not that was not one of his topics that he released out there that he was in, and he just brings that up out of the fucking clear blue nowhere. Common sense tells me that when Trump blames no forest management and the environmental radicals in California and on the West Coast not allowing them to do controlled burns and, and things that have been done in the past. It seems very simple to me. These fires are going to happen if we don't manage things. I, I, I don't live there. I don't know this for a fact, but it seems pretty simple. There is no doubt that in the last 10 years, the forest fires in California have become increasingly worse. I, I just cannot believe that that is all due to climate change. I, I, there's literally something else going on there. At you would assume so. And I, I'm not smart enough to tell you what it is, but I do not believe, I'm not saying climate change might not have some little factor in it, but the bulk of it is not climate change. I did hear some interesting post-debate comments, and we'll, we'll conclude with some of those. And one of them that was disappointing for me is that the fact that Biden did not collapse and they both were raging idiots, that's considered a win for Biden. He gathers three point eight oh, yeah. million dollars in one hour post debate. Oh, painful! Oh, I don't doubt it. Painful. So, it- which, but money at this point doesn't matter. I, I mean, the Democrats have outraised him the last couple of months, and that's fine. But, but money wasn't Biden at this the one in the really primaries that, that none of the Democrats were supporting? He couldn't raise any money back in the primaries. He couldn't get any, but. After the primaries, and he wasn't even getting a lot of money even after he kind of solidified or everybody had bowed out of the thing. But the George Floyd deal, that sparked him a little bit. And then there was something midsummer that I can't remember. 
Maybe it was announcing Kamala as his running mate, but like I know in August, and then the numbers aren't out in September, but they will be. And I'm sure he is in August. He he literally, I think he outraised Trump by almost a hundred million dollars. Uh, but Trump had been, you know, consistently beating the Democrats all the way through. I don't think money is a factor at this point in any of this. Again, Hillary outspent Trump two to one last time, or over two to one, and lost. And I think I think we'll be close to that, if if not more, on this one. But I, I do not think that money is a factor in this right now. No, and a lot of the post-debate, you start making me feel a little bit better when you, you have some of them coming on there that that Trump's never had an ounce of respect from the media or the, the left, and that's why he has to attack the way he does. Otherwise, they just run him over with all the, the misinformation. And I understand if you're getting attacked like Trump every day. Chris Wallace couldn't run over a dog. I'm not excusing what happened because he dropped the ball, period. And he won't do it again. I'm, I promise you if there's a second debate, he's going to be game on, and I feel good about it. Man, he was the worst at the first debate with yeah. Hillary Clinton. The yeah. Next to him, no. he killed her. But, I mean. No, we can hope, and we can ah, just. it's if, if you're getting attacked like he gets attacked every day, I can see where that anger, and I can see where that, that mad dog type of aggression was coming out last night. But he has to manage it because it does not do him justice. And I understand that. And again, one of the reasons that I have been a big supporter of President Trump from the beginning is he is a very polarizing person, and I identify with that on so many different levels. And I, again, not nearly to the extent of him, but in our little own little world and bubble and industry, I have been attacked viciously, just like he has on a nationwide and worldwide stage. The thing is, you have to be better than that. And that is where he failed last night. You have to he be He could not control that. it. He had an opportunity to really rise to the occasion because Biden, that was the best Biden has, and it wasn't that good. But unfortunately, it was because of low expectation. It, it was, was good, good enough. It was even better than good enough, in my opinion, unfortunately. So it's, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. There was one of them. Charlie Hurt came out and said, Trump is strategic. I wish he would approach a debate as such in order to win over that independent voter. I agree with that statement. I think he will do it in the next debate. And I think it goes back to, Ryan, what you talked about. He performs well under pressure. And I would have thought there's plenty of pressure here. But now that he kind of dropped the ball, and, and there's, you're right, there's no way he doesn't comprehend he dropped it. It won't happen again. I'm going to pray that there's a second debate, and I'm going to pray that he pulls his head out and pops his ear. I am with you completely, my gay friend. And you, you have not taken the gay path going back liberal after this. It hasn't pushed you that far. I don't know. I mean, not, not okay. at all. I mean, I'm still a huge Trump fan, and I think he's been one of the greatest presidents in the history of the world and will be, even if it's just one term. But literally— this was just a travesty. But if we, we look at the big picture, the policies he's put in place, the trade deals, everything that he's done, standing up to China particularly, I mean, we, we were in big trouble if he wouldn't have been elected, and we're still probably in trouble if he's not elected again. So to me, last night's debate does one more thing for me. It tells me I need to get out there and visit with whoever I can, 
make sure that the conservatives get the vote out, any of the independents that you can bring this direction. We, we need to do everything we possibly can. It is more critical now to get out the vote than it was yesterday. Let's get it done. Amen, and God bless Trump. Ryan, thank you for the second episode of Beyond the Circus. I think it was a little bit painful, I know, both of us going into it, because we don't like to come out and, and try to spin something in a positive way that isn't there, and I, I hope I hope it's not taken that way. I didn't. No, nope. I didn't spin anything positive. I w- could tell you two days ago, I was so excited about recording this. I woke up this morning, and I thought, damn. This is not going to go well. But I hope the listeners out there share some of our opinions. Don't be afraid to, to shoot us some, some private messages or contact us via social media if there's anything you want to hear for the next episode of Beyond the Circus. I'm not sure when that will be, but we will keep you updated via social media. Thank you to all. Be safe. Peace out, bitches. <laughs>